All right, everybody, we are back for the Idols to Rivals podcast. This is episode number 38. So far, we are almost there to 40, two more episodes, two more weeks, and we will be at 40 episodes. Like I said, we've been talking about um, raising the format a little bit to maybe doing it more than once a week, maybe twice a week, maybe three times a week, all just depending on kind of the response and kind of a schedule on if I can if I can get that done and bringing more guests on because the, uh, the episode that I had my friend Brooks on and we kind of discussed conspiracy theories and whatnot was uh, by far the best episode that we've uh, we've recorded so far. So if you are watching on YouTube, let me know. Please subscribe, like, and uh, write a comment down saying you watched on YouTube. If you're listening on Spotify, please let me know. Like I said, follow the follow the uh, the podcast channel, follow everything, and uh, just kind of let me know if you want to DM me on Instagram. It's at Jack Hummel on Instagram, on YouTube. Those are the two main, and Twitter, all at Jack Hummel. If you just Google it or put it in the search bar on any of those, you'll find me. But like I said, any feedback is good feedback, so I appreciate it. And um, so, yeah, the goal going forward is to get more guests on. Uh, one of my buddies who actually runs another podcast called the Cruise Control Podcast, who's doing super well. He's had a couple of big time guests on there, so I'm super excited for him. And uh, kind of want to talk to him going forward. See, uh, see what we can do about having more. Not really, I wouldn't say like celebrities or famous people on, but having having just friends give their point of view on life because this is whole this whole podcast is a chronicle of figuring it out the journey more than um the destination so figuring it all out and, and understanding that it's going to take time and like i said we're 38 episodes in i'm having a ball i was super excited to record this podcast i always get a little a little pre-stage jitters before you hit record but i think that's kind of normal whether it be through film or whether it be um a podcast like this which i'm doing both like i said you can check it out on youtube it'll be posted on my channel just search Jack Hummel on the search bar and you'll find it. Or if you want to listen to the audio version on Spotify or Apple podcast, it will be there. Um, but sports updates, sports have been kind of slow recently. Um, JJ Watt got released. They're talking about him maybe going to the Browns. I think it would be crazy if JJ Watt went to the Steelers and uh, the, the three Watt brothers, I don't believe they're, they're triplets or twins or anything like that. I think they're all a couple years separated, but one's his, his other brother, TJ is also same position defensive end. And, um, I don't really know the last one. Hunter, maybe? No, I don't know the last Watt, but he's a a fullback, I believe. So having all three of them on the team, I don't think that's ever been done before on the Steelers, and not to mention that would make the Steelers unstoppable, which I'm not a fan of. I, I don't like the Steelers at all, never have, ever since the uh, 05 AFC Championship where they knocked out the Colts. Um, never forgave that, and I never will, and that'll uh, go to my grave with me. But yeah, not a lot of sports news, a lot of free agency stuff in the NFL is going around. Like we talked about last week, the Buccaneers um, – we're just on a on a on a riot after they won, and uh, I didn't realize how many championships. I, I believe they said every single major championship in the four majors had a Florida team in there. There was Miami Heat, the Tampa Bay Lightning won the NHL um, Stanley Cup, and then obviously Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl. And the I don't know the baseball team that was in the World Series. I don't follow baseball, but they were in there as well. So crazy time to be in Florida. And it's actually speaking of Florida, it's snowing outside. And I I'm super jealous of everyone that's either down there in Tampa or Miami or Fort Lauderdale. Um, shout out to you guys. It is snowing. It snowed three inches in about 30 minutes. So that's not an exaggeration. We we went out to get dinner, ate dinner, and then by the time we were done with dinner, it was there was no snow on the ground because it all melted from the morning before, and um, it went to about two or three inches of snow, and it is pouring and sticking. So haven't had a big snowfall like that since um, being up in Virginia, so it's, it's kind of interesting to see. But yeah, not a lot of sports news. Sports are kind of slow right about now. Everyone's getting on the hype train of National Signing Day, especially with Alabama football. I was talking uh, – talking, 
back and forth with somebody about Ohio State and how everything's everything's kind of picking up for recruit wise. So that's always exciting. Always in the loop for that. Alabama basketball is absolutely kicking ass, and um, I'm super excited. I don't remember the last time Alabama basketball has been this good. I think it was 2002. They had a pretty good team. I think they went to the Final Four. I'm not 100 sure, but. It's super exciting seeing your school do well in, in multiple sports and gymnastics is back. And I know it's kind of a random, but they're they're very good at gymnastics as well. But um, so the topic for today's video or video slash podcast is, is traveling. And I've gotten into, you know, whenever you have multiple, like, I don't want to say sectors, but different worlds within your 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 existence, like you have your friends, you have your family, you have coworkers. Well, this topic kind of came up in all three of those. So it came up with people that I barely knew. It came up with my family at the dinner table. It came up with friends. And uh, that is that is traveling and just, I guess you could kind of round it out to fear of the unknown, I think is the best, most literary way to put it is fear of the unknown. And they've been talking about that since, I mean, forever since man has tried to conquer more land or discover something that has never been found before or like written books like Moby Dick, stuff like that. It is, um, it's that fear of the unknown. And I, I find it interesting that some people dive head on into it and other people are fearful of it. And the thing that got me talking about it or thinking about it was I, we were either watching a TV show or something like that. And they were, somebody was talking about how it was the first time they'd ever been on a plane. And I was like, okay, well, that's not weird. Planes are expensive. Some people don't need to fly on planes. And then they got talking to the guy a little bit more. And he was like, no, I've never been out of my city. I've never been out of my town. And I just, I can't even imagine what that's like. And if you know what it's like, and you've experienced that, let me know, leave a comment. Um, if you haven't really traveled around, if you've never left your state, but I mean, the fact that they've never gone out and just like, or like the midnight runs you used to do in high school or college, whenever you would just get in the car and just drive two hours just in, in a direction just to see what see what was out there because you're bored because you're listening to music with friends, stuff like that. And it's just like they never did that. You never left. You never went to a different town. You never, you never jumped across the state real quick and came back. Like that just blows my mind that their whole universe could be confined. And we're talking normally it's smaller towns. Normally it's not oh, I'm from one city and I've never left the city. Normally it's rural areas. I can't even barely say that word. Normally it's more more open areas, more farmland. I'm not even going to try again. But normally it's areas like that. And knowing that somebody's entire life, it's kind of like that, that thought of, if you've ever looked out of a hotel room and you're like at another, there's another hotel directly across the street from you or next to you and you can see windows and it's you look across and you just realize that every one of those rooms is somebody or, or a pair of people or a family that has complete lives that you'll never know about, or you're passing them on the road. And there's a phenomenon for it. I don't know the word, but, or you're passing them on the road or you're passing them walking down the street. And it's just like, you look at somebody and you realize like, I'm never going to know anything about this person. This person's had their heart broken. This person's had problems. This person's got a speeding ticket. This person has a dark past. This person's killing it in their business. This person's super smart. You'll never know. And there's just so many majority. I mean, 99.99% of people are going to be like that in your life. And so having that, that thought of like, let's say that that's a box, like that's a, your whole life is a box and, and one person's box is just, just 50 square miles of the town that they grew up in, of the three stop signs and the five, the five mini marts and the five gas stations that they've known forever. And they know every square inch of it. I mean, I grew up in different places all around moving back and forth. And I mean, after two years, you know, every, I knew every stop sign. I knew every light. I knew when the lights would change. I knew the rotation of people walking. I knew where cops would hide. 
And imagine doing that for 22 years rather than five or three or whatever it is. And that being your entire life, like you're raised from as soon as you're born to high school, to college, whether you go off to college and that's kind of your first experience. And if you haven't been to college yet, you'll realize you meet a lot of people from a lot of different places. And I'd met multiple people um, specifically at Alabama that had never been out of their town until they showed up that that day, that, that night that I met them at a party or whatever it may have been at, at orientation or the first class we took. That had been the first time they'd been away from their parents for two days. And so realizing that that someone's entire existence, someone's entire thought process, their feelings, their emotions, their goals, their dreams have all been contained inside this like 50 square miles. If that, it could be something smaller. It could be three square miles of a town with one stop sign and no paved roads. And they'd never been on an airplane or never been, never been out there, never been to like Georgia, which is right next to Alabama, never been to a different County. And it was just that thought of like being so lucky that that didn't happen to me. And a lot of people are super happy with that. A lot of people, that's what they want to do. That's what they're comfortable with. And that's kind of the fear of the unknown thing that we'll get into in a minute. But knowing that it's like not knowing what you don't know is is the best way I can put it. It's It's not being aware that you don't know that there's other stuff out there and not being able to experience even, I mean, you go a couple cities over from where you normally live. It's kind of like a complete, it can be a completely different environment. It could be completely different people. I mean, you jump one state over from where you're at. It's probably a whole different, whole different set of laws, whole different set of people, whole different environment. Maybe the weather is probably pretty similar if you're, if you're staying within the same kind of geographical lines, but it all is so different. Like everything, even, even I remember I used to get excited whenever we would go visit one of like my pledge brothers houses. It may have been in the middle of nowhere, Georgia or the middle of nowhere, Alabama, but it was like, as soon as you get into this person's house and this person's town where they grew up, they're like, oh, this is where we used to have bonfires in high school. This is where we used to go after football games, whatever it was. It was like, I don't know. It was like going into someone's world and realizing like there's that everyone has that set of like those, those, those um, experiences that you have, like whatever it may be, like hooking up with somebody for the first time, your first bonfire, your first party, whatever it is. Everybody had that. Everybody had that exact same experience in a different place. If they didn't grow up with you, then they had it in a different place. And so owning that moment of just like being there and someone's like, oh, this is this is the spot. This is what we used to do. We used to go sneak around over here. We used to hang out here. Uh, curfew would do that. Like just going to somebody else's world. Like I said, it didn't have to be a big city. Yeah, I'd visit, I'd visit friends and family and stuff like that in different cities, which was cool. But it was like even the smallest places, like even just middle of nowhere. Like I said, middle of nowhere, Georgia, Alabama. It was like you got into that person's life and you got to see – like everybody has those memories. Everybody, everybody grows up. It's not, it's not just limited to you. And, um, like I said, I don't know why, but I always, that's what sticks with me very deeply about college is, is traveling with people. Then like you, you walk in, you do the same thing every time you walk in, you meet the parents. They're like, Oh, what are you crazy rascals up to? Or like, Oh, trouble's here. The same corny five lines that every parent says every time they meet, uh, they meet a kid's friends. Just that's how it is. That's just, I didn't write the rules. It's how, that's how it's played. And then you would just, kind of just do whatever they'd be like oh well there's beer in the fridge there's food will be at eight and um you guys do what you want and then you just kind of float around and they'd show you their room they'd show you like oh we got a movie room or oh we do this oh we go hunting go shoot some guns oh there's a trampoline out back play some some hockey whatever it is and it was just like you got to realize that hey because living i think can be this 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 polarizing experience of like you're so it's so about you because you're the you are you're only controlling this point of view, but at the same time, balancing that you mean absolutely nothing. Like in the grand scheme of things, 
in the timeline in the history books, you mean absolutely nothing. And and realizing that that you got to battle those. Two, I wouldn't say battle, but you got to understand that and love those two both at the same time. You got to be like, okay, because you are the center of your universe. That's just how it is. You're you're riding your soul is riding shotgun in your in your head in this body, and you're you're floating through space on this giant rock. And then at the same time, you're it means absolutely nothing. Like it's everything to you, but it means nothing, which I just find absolutely insane to think about. And um, and so that's why I got a, a kick out of, of getting in getting into other people's worlds and really understanding like what makes them tick. If you know me, I, I'm always asking the big questions. I always want to know what's like the core. And I think I've got it. I've got, I think I've gotten I've gotten better at it. You you'll get better at anything that you attempt or you uh, you practice at. But I've gotten better at kind of getting through it quicker. Like I could figure out what what motivates you or what what you really care about it's and it, it, you can too if you really listen to what people say if you actually listen to what people say which took a lot for me because as you can tell I love talking I mean I make YouTube videos and podcasts I obviously love hearing myself talk but if you can take a minute and really sit back and listen like at a party or a social gathering or an interview you can you can find out what, what makes people take a lot quicker than you think a lot a lot of people they don't come right out and say it, but if you know what to look for, you can figure it out. But going into circling back, going into other people's lives, it's just you get to experience that that taste of like, oh, this is the first time, like I said, they went to a party. This is the first time they snuck out. This is what they did. This is where they went. And it can just be the smallest things in the world. And I think that is why I love the unknown so much. That is why. And I don't know if I've ever told this story. I might tell this story on the podcast. I probably will end up telling the story. But that's how it was when I was transferring schools. That's how it was. It was, I mean, I didn't even know. I knew one person when I was transferring to Alabama, one. And it was a sister's friend who I hadn't seen in, I don't know, four years. Didn't know very well. Like was not, I'd knew, known her growing up, but she wasn't my friend. And it was one of them, one person. And so I got late notice to know that I was transferring to Alabama. I got thrown, we got thrown in the car, drove straight to Tuscaloosa, signed up for the first apartment we could find, signed up for every class. I mean, I'm talking English, whatever, intro to English and British heritage, whatever it was, just anything, any math class I can find, whatever it was, whatever my advisor said, this will work for your major. That's what I signed up for. And we're talking like three days before classes start. I said, whatever. And it was just kind of that figure it out mentality. And that's something that I, preach to myself and I preach to others is just figure it out. And that's why I think what plays a big role in people's success is being in the right room. doesn't matter if you know the right thing to say. doesn't matter if you have the right knowledge. It's being in the right room. Things will work out. And that has proven right my entire life. We used to, we, for one example, we went to, from Texas Tech, we went to A&M. It's God, I don't even know how long, eight hour drive, maybe seven hour drive. We had nowhere to stay at all. Like nowhere to stay. It was, we knew one person there. It was me and a pledge brother. We knew one person there and he had a dorm room, but I think he was in the Corps of Cadets or the band or something like that. But he, we couldn't stay there. We weren't, we weren't allowed to stay in his dorm, even though it was plenty large, which I find baffling, but we go, we go to, or that may have been a different story, but we go there with nothing. We go there in a car and a Yeti full of 120 Keystone lights. Cause that's what you drink in West Texas is Keystone lights. And, uh, that's all we had. And it was basically you find a place to stay or you're sleeping in the car. And so both nights, me and my buddy found places to stay. And it was it was that mentality. It was, it was me shit testing myself on can you make it work? Can this theory of once you're in the right place, things will fall. 
the cards will fall where they should. Can you make that work whenever you're, I was actually closer to home at the time, which is funny, but um, when you're eight hours from home, there's no shot you're going back within the next three days. So it's either you're sleeping in the backseat of a small, small sedan by yourself and it's cold outside or you're going to find somewhere to stay. You're going to talk to people. You're going to make it work. You're going to tell them your situation and uh, just let everything play the, play out how it should. And that's that was when I first realized, this is my freshman year of college, that was when I first realized that this, this theory is real. This being in the right place, being in the right room is way more important than all these other factors. You can... You got to trust yourself. You're going to know what to say. You're going to figure it out. If you fuck it up, it happens. That's just the way it is. It always happens. And whenever it does, you just got to, you just got to get through it. You just got to power through it. And the more you're, the more you're doing it, the better the muscle gets. That's just how, that's how everything works. If you work the muscle, if you work your brain, it'll, it'll, the repetition will build over time and you will be, you will be set in those scenarios of just kind of winging it. But if you were in the right room, you're, you're 80% there. I don't, I'd almost say 90% there. You are, you are almost all the way to getting what you want if you are in the right room. That's why I've been talking about whenever I talk about moving to LA, talking about sleeping in my car in a Walmart. It's just, if you're there and I've heard so many stories of this from, from successful people of just like, yeah, I was, I had no plan. I just showed up. A lot of them were Los Angeles stories because everyone shows up there with a dream. That's just how it is. But if you get there, you, you'll meet the right person. You'll, you'll, you'll talk to the right person at the, at the right time. You'll be in the right situation if you're there, if you're in the room. And like I said, this don't take it super literally or you can. It can literally mean in the room or it can mean in the city that you want to be in. It could mean at the, at the office that you want to interview for. Just being around what your, your goal is will lead to that goal happening. And so, like I said, I've tested this over time and it's something I firmly believe in. And um and I don't know. I've never heard it. I've never heard it vocalized by anyone else. I've never heard it um, put into an actual like practice or a mindset before by anyone else. But I think the importance of being in the right room is is second to none. Is second to none. Obviously, having the right attitude. Obviously, you want to visualize and and rep and uh, do a lot of repetition on that. But it, it's all secondary to being in the right room. And that's why whenever I hear these people say, "Oh yeah, I've never left my town," and like I said, if you're happy. It means nothing. If you're happy, then you're good to go. That isn't about you. But if you're finding that you can't, you can't achieve these goals. If you're finding that there's been there's been troubles and and things haven't been going your way, it's like get in the room. Just get in the room. That's it. Get in the room, and then let the cards play. Then trust your gut. Then then you'll say the right things. Then you'll be ready because because you because you train and you practice and you visualize. But just get in the room. And the more times you're in the room, the more shots you have. There's been so many times where it's just like I said, fluke scenarios where it's just like you wing it and, and everything works out. How many times in your life have you just straight up winged it and you're like, what's the worst case scenario? Oh yeah, it's terrible. That's horrible if that happens. We're screwed. And then that doesn't happen. How many times is that? I I guarantee you it's more than times where everything's gone wrong and it's been horrible and you're not, you don't look back fondly and be like, damn, that was crazy. And those are the stories you tell. Those are the stories you tell people. Those are the ones that you're going to be sitting in the rocking chair and be like, damn, we were some crazy kids. We did that. With that, we had nothing. We did that. We risked it over here and did that. And it worked out. And we met these people and they invited us here. And it's just, then I got that job. And then I passed that test. It's it's like, those are the things you remember is, is the times that it worked. And if those are the things you remember, the times that it worked, and then the ones that didn't work, you're kind of just like, oh, well, you know what? Things happen. How is that? There's a no-lose no situation there, which is rare in life. There's a no-lose situation. And so 
I think taking the fear of the unknown, and obviously I have, I have fears just like everybody else, but taking the fear of the unknown and just crushing it as much as you can is realizing that there's so much, there's so much possibility and there's so much life in the unknown. That's where life is. Life is the unknown. Every single day, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't like. You don't know if you're going to get two inches of snow or four inches of snow. Does it make that much of a difference? No, but you don't know. You don't know if you go get that magazine from the store, go get that bagel from the store instead of instead of making it at home. You don't know if you meet the girl of your dreams, the guy of your dreams, whatever it is. You don't know if you if you study and you fail that test, then then you're sitting outside wallowing, and then some crazy opportunity. You get an email from somebody you haven't talked to in years, and they're like, "Hey, do this, and this will help you out." You don't know if that could happen. So life is the unknown. And so once you understand that, once you realize it's so exciting, it's almost scary how exciting the unknown is, then you can just use it to your ability. You can use it to your power. You can use it to get your goals and your dreams. And you can use that to to create whatever you want. And so I've been on a real kick with that for a while. Like I said, freshman year of, of college was five, six years ago now. And it's it's real. It's real. I promise you that. If you... If you trust yourself and you trust the world will keep on spinning, take that risk, go for it. Cause there, there's so much beauty and so much life on the other side of the unknown. I appreciate you guys for listening. I appreciate you guys for watching as always. Anybody that watches DM me, let me know. Or anybody that listens on Spotify or Apple podcasts, let me know. I appreciate it. I love every time people reach out to me. I love just knowing that, that somebody enjoyed it or maybe somebody got a little, a little token, a little, I don't know, something you didn't know before. I appreciate it. And if you didn't know, everyone listening on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, if you could leave a review, that'd be great. But we also do after hours on my YouTube channel. Just search Jack Hummel, Idols to Rivals. It'll pop up on my YouTube channel. And uh, if you could subscribe, that'd be fantastic. But we do a little longer of just kind of kind of a, a wind down on the video. And then uh, and then we go from there. But I appreciate you guys for listening. I, uh, I really like this episode. This is something I want to talk about for a couple episodes now, and I'm super excited that I got to, and I think it came out way better than I thought it would. But I appreciate you guys for listening. Like I said, reach out to me. Let me know what you guys are doing. Let me know what you're getting up to. And just remember, fear nothing. Attack everything because that's the uh, that's the only way you're going to get it. And uh, once again, I appreciate you guys for listening. You have a great week. Let's get after it and uh, just crush it.